probably about five years ago, maybe a little bit more than that, it dawned on me that this city had kind of dropped the ball with some of its greatest athletes. And, and it really came to me first with Harry Howell, arguably the greatest hockey player this city's ever produced. I would put a he and Dave Andrichuk probably up there as the two. Harry's in the Hall of Fame. Harry has his number retired, one of only a handful, retired by the Rangers. Youngest captain in Rangers history, on and on and on. And yet the city had done nothing. So it was time for the city to do something. Well, then about a year and a half ago, they finally, thank goodness, finally renamed North Wentworth Arena after Harry Howell. Long overdue honor for a gentleman, a great citizen, and a guy who deserved it. And interestingly, that day that North Wentworth Arena was named Harry Howell Arena, there was a gathering, there was a public function, and standing at the back, very innocuously in the back of the room, not drawing any attention to himself was, and I noticed them, but I don't know how many others did, the other gentleman from this city who, boy, as you sit there, as I stood there, I went, wait a second, this is great, but how have they not done something for Russ Jackson? By every account, it seems, the greatest Canadian-born CFL player of all time, when the top 50 was put together, Russ Jackson was number eight, three-time most outstanding player, three-time Great Cup champion, four-time most outstanding Canadian, still in the record books, on and on and on and on. And so it's taken a little while to try and bring it to the fore to make people aware of the fact that this city has dropped the ball by not honoring Russ Jackson with a building, a field, a something. Well... Some good news today. The City of Hamilton's Facilities Naming Committee, it's a subcommittee that deals with these kind of things, sat down today and has given the go-ahead that something, we don't know what yet, but that something in this city will be in the very near future named after Russ Jackson. We don't know if it's a field, we don't know if it's a building, but we know that in short order, finally, finally, the city is going to do right by maybe the greatest athlete this city has ever produced, Russ Jackson, who joins me now. Sir, thanks for doing this tonight, and congratulations. Hi. Well, thank you very much. I am uh, very much honored and uh, certainly uh, owe a lot of this to you with uh, pushing it forward, and uh, I thank you very much. Well, a lot of people, Russ. I mean, there's listen, there's a lot of people who have said this should be happening for a long time now, and I, I wonder, you've... I mentioned the fact that you were there when Harry had the arena named after him. You've seen other people who have had these kind of things done. Did you ever wonder? Because, I mean, you I know you're humble, but you also know what kind of athlete you were and what kind of impact did you ha- that you had. Did you ever wonder if this would happen for you? Never thought about it until I, I guess it was last year that you, uh, I think, first contacted me and said, had I ever been contacted by anybody from the city to... Uh, indicate something like this might take place and uh that when you contacted me that was the first thought i ever had of something like this possibly happening and, really uh, really because i because again you must have i know you were there for harry's event but you must have seen others you've played with or you've played against have these kind of things done for them well yes it's happened and um, you don't really think about these things happening to you 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 had a lot of fun doing what you did as far as both education and uh and my football career but um, I don't. I don't think I ever had it in my mind that uh, I needed something like this to happen. But uh, now that we've come this far, I think it's going to be great. It's, I mean, it, it does. It must matter to you, though. I don't mean that you were lobbying for it, but now knowing that something is going to be done, it must mean something to you. 
Oh, it does. It, it, it's not only means something to me. I think I have to consider my family as part of this, too, my wife and my kids and uh, grandkids now. Um, I think it's going to mean something to them, too, when uh, something does take place and there is something named that will be forever, Rush Jackson, whatever it is. What, what would you tell your grandchildren? I mean, I know you've thought about this for all of about an hour now that you've known about this, but still, when you tell your grandchildren someday about when they ask about this, what will you tell? I mean, you must have told them stories, but what would you say to them about something like this? Well, I think they're old enough to know what's happening. My youngest grandson is uh, 16 years old. Okay, so, uh, okay. They're all old enough to know what is happening. They know about uh, their you know, the grand, grandpa's career in football and in education and some of the things that happened. And they were all there at the Walk of Fame ceremony uh, a couple of years ago. So they're well aware of who their grandpa was and uh, what he played, what, what he did and what he did in sports, especially in football. Uh, do, they, uh, do they still like hearing the stories or do they say, come on, Grandpa, we've heard, we've heard this same story 15 times over the dinner table? <laughs> <laughs> well, they've probably heard them all. Come up with some new ones, Grandpa. These, are, these ones are getting old. <laughs> Their moms and dads have probably told the most of the stories. One of the great things, too, that came up at the meeting today is in addition to whatever it is that they're going to come up with, they're also going to do what they did for Pat Quinn, uh, which is to ceremonially name the street you grew up on as Russ Jackson Way or Russ Jackson Avenue or whatever. So the street name will still exist, but there will be a ceremonial sign on top of that, which will also identify that part of town. Where, where did you grow up, Russ? I, I grew up in the west end of the city in West Hamilton. In fact, uh, I grew just south of the university. Uh, I lived on Broadway, which is the street that starts at Main Street and goes south. And uh, if you walked across Main Street in the days I was going to university, uh, it turned into University Avenue and led straight up to the university buildings with the sunken gardens on both sides where the hospital is now. So uh, I was very close to the university and also not far from West Hill High School where I went just down Main Street a couple of miles. Do you, I mean, was that on that street, on Broadway, was that where you learned how to throw a ball? Was that where football started for you? I think so, yeah. Well, football started for me at at, that Westdale High School. That's where it really started. And, uh, you know, as the story goes, when I went out for football, it was until I was in grade 12 that I was uh, really allowed to play football because your parents had to sign uh, a release form because there wasn't the uh, sort of medical uh, um, help that you could have if you got hurt. And it wasn't until I was in grade 12 that my parents would sign the, the release and let me play football. And when I went out for my first practice, I wanted to be an end. I wanted to, I wanted to catch the ball and, and score touchdowns. And uh, Joe Saihaki, uh, a name out of the past, was the coach at, of the junior football team. And the first practice, we were out, every, you know, you go and you throw the ball around. And Joe Saihaki came up to me and he said, what's your name? And I said, it's Russ Jackson. He says, you're going to be my quarterback. So <laughs> that, that was my first uh, kick at being a quarterback. And I went on to play quarterback there, junior and senior. And then on to McMaster in Ottawa. So it was, it was just by throwing the ball around uh, at that first practice when I went out for the junior team. It is ironic, and you talk about that, that you started late. It's ironic that this happens, that this announcement happens the day of the CFL draft. Do you remember the day that you were drafted back in, 19, was it 1958? Yes, I do. I, I, re, I remember the, the draft and uh, that I was, I was told uh, eventually it wasn't as big as it is now in terms of uh, the college draft. And uh, the story that I have been told is that Ivor Wynn, who was uh, at McMaster at the time, was a good friend of Herb Capozzi, 
who was uh, the general manager of the BC Lions. And uh, I had played at McMaster, which wasn't the big university and wasn't in the, the big conference with McGill and Western and Queens and that. And as I heard the story, Ivor was trying to tout me to uh, the BC Lions um, as somebody they should pick and to Herb Kaposi. And BC had the first pick that year. And the story goes that uh, when Herb came time to, to make his choice, uh, he had to choose between Russ Jackson and, and Bill Britton, who was a great running back out of Western University yep. and graduated that same year. And it came right down to making the choice. And uh, I was told that Herb Kaposi flipped the coin, and it came up Bill Britton. So he drafted Bill Britton, and I ended up in Ottawa. So uh, it could have been I could have been in the BC Lions and never had that opportunity to play quarterback for any team or whatever if the coin had come up the other way. Well, you finished sixth that year. You were drafted sixth that year, and then you mentioned Bill Britton. Do you remember any of the other names of the other I remember, four? I, I don't remember any of the other names, but uh, as I say, the thing that uh, was that I was being considered for the number one pick and uh, by the BC Lions because Ivor had uh, touted me to to uh, Herb Kaposi. Well, the guy, the names, just for for the record, guy named Len Siegerdson went to Saskatchewan first, then Paul Fedor to Toronto, then Bill Britton, as you say, to BC. Ron Murphy went to Montreal, and Willie Casanova, maybe the greatest name in football, Willie Casanova went right before you, and then you went on to Ottawa and um, and uh, did all the amazing things you did. I mean, it really is. Um, it, it is a great story. It is great. I mean, I know you're still at the Ticat Games. Do you still love football, Russ? Oh, yeah, sure. Still watch it, still love watching it, and uh, I, I enjoy the Canadian game more. I like the three-down football. Um, I guess the only thing that I, um, I guess, don't like as much about the Canadian game, I think the game is made to be played outdoors, and mm. uh, I always had trouble going over to Toronto and watching the Argonauts play indoors because uh, I think uh, the weather and uh, the conditions outdoors uh, make the football game much more exciting and much more interesting to watch. There was um, one of the things that I don't know. Oh, I want want you to tell, before I forget, I want you to tell the story. Uh, Two years ago, I love this story. I mention this every time I write about it, just about. Two years ago, uh, McMaster made it back to the Vanier Cup. They were in Montreal playing against Montreal in Montreal. And you attended the dinner when uh, things went a little bit squirrely for uh, how the hosts were treating the hometown team. McMaster was not quite getting the respect and the love that uh, they might have as one of the finals. What did you do that night? Well, the way, the way it turned out, I had been to a lot of the dinners. Uh, I present my award, the Russ Jackson Award, at that particular dinner every year. I've done that for over 25 years now. And uh, that particular uh, evening, uh, everybody that got up to speak um, whether they really were connected with football or not, were praising the Montreal team and not even mentioning the, the Marauders. And a lot of the Marauders were sitting there and the coaching staff, etc. And uh, I get up to present my award, and, and I was getting a little tired of the fact that this was going <laughs> one way. Because I felt, you know, even in Lavelle, we had lots of uh, dinners in Lavelle, and, and even at that university up in Quebec City, uh, they didn't go that far as to sort of... Uh, just talk about the particular team that was playing when Laval was in the Vanier Cup. And so I, I just decided it was time to say that this was a, this is a national championship. Um, I can appreciate the fact that we're in Montreal and Montreal is being supported and, and you're going to support the, the Montreal team. That's fine. But don't every speaker get up here and start sounding off about Montreal and not even mentioning McMaster that they were there. So 
I was a little upset, so I said, well, I'm a proud graduate of McMaster University, and we're going to go, go Mac, go, and uh, all the Mac supporters there. (laughs) And I I had a lot of the Western people from Calgary and so on that I was sitting with ready to go, too. So we had a pretty good go Mac, go cheer that night. But uh, it it was just getting too one-sided, and to me wasn't... uh, what it should be for a national championship at any level. If if anyone needs to know whether Russ Jackson has the city's back, that was a, that was a great example of uh, of that moment. Now you mentioned, and we only have a couple minutes, but you mentioned the Russ Jackson Award. Now for people who don't know, this is an award that for the past what did you say twenty five years? Over twenty five years has yeah, been yeah. given out now in your name for uh, a football player, a Canadian University football player who combines great athleticism, great academics, and a great citizenry. They're, they're, they're a tremendous citizen. They do things within the community. That's right. Uh, I heard, I was called today and I was told a name and I'm going to throw it out to you and see if you know this person's name. Someone called me today and said, look up the name Dr. Charles Galunik, who was a guy from Queen's University. I understand he may have been the first recipient. He was uh, the first recipient of the, the award. And it's a tremendous... 27 years ago, yeah. It's a tremendous story. He went to Queens. He became a Rhodes Scholar at Oxford. He got his PhD from Stanford. Now he's a professor. It's a, when you look at the award that is named after you and you see people like that coming through and collecting it, I mean, football aside, that has to be unbelievable to think that, that you have something to do with that. Well, to me, it's, it's probably something that means the most to me. And uh, when you look at the, the three attributes that they must have, I think the citizenship part is the most important to me that they have contributed, you know, around their campus and in their the city that their, their university is in. And uh, I've had people go on to be doctors, uh, road scholars, uh, lawyers, uh, you name it. And I think only two of them that have won the award ever have gone on to uh, play any professional football at all. So uh, it, it really is uh, important to me that that is spelled out and that that is uh, one of the major parts of the, the three things that they must uh, have accomplished during their college career. Well, as I let you go, um, most days my father, who is uh, one of my most loyal readers of, my, uh, of what I write in The Spectator, writes to me, and today he sent me a note and he said... Um, uh, your mom and I attended several Rough Rider games in Ottawa while he was working there in the uh, late 50s and early 60s, and Russ Jackson was a fantastic quarterback, so he fully endorsed the idea that something would happen. And you know what, Russ, he's not the only one. There are thousands and thousands of football fans across the country and Hamiltonians who are delighted that finally uh, you're going to get your due here in your hometown, and, uh, and I, I lead the way with that. I can't be happier for you. Congratulations, and I, I'm looking forward to seeing what that's going to be and to get getting together and actually having that ceremony to see something named in your honor. Congratulations. Well, thank you very much, Scott, and my sincere thanks to you for, uh, in a a way, starting this. And uh, it would be very much appreciated when the honor does come. Russ Jackson, thanks so much. Uh, 